Hi there. Have you ever wondered what makes a successful entrepreneur? An entrepreneur is a very successful business person. Today, I'm going to go through 10 questions that are recommended to ask yourself by one particular successful entrepreneur. You'll have heard of this person and I'll tell you who it is at the end. But let's have a look at the questions this person recommends you ask of yourself. This is the Adept English Podcast and we are well known for giving you interesting topics to listen to while you're learning English, while you're increasing your vocabulary. So if you like what we're doing, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to the Adept English Podcast or even write us a positive review. This helps more people find Adept English. Thank you in advance for doing that. It really helps us. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. Okay, so there are 10 questions which this famous entrepreneur recommends that you ask yourself regularly to challenge yourself, to make sure that you're on track. Clearly, these questions have shaped this person's life. What are they? So here are the 10 questions which this successful entrepreneur recommends you ask yourself regularly. I'll read them through first. There are some quite difficult words in there, things you may not know. So I'll go again through them afterwards and explain all the difficult vocabulary so that you can understand. See how you do with these. See how much you can understand straight off. But I will go through it. Number one, will inertia be your guide or will you follow your passions? Number two, will you follow dogma or will you be original? Number three, will you choose a life of ease or a life of service and adventure? Number four, will you wilt under criticism or will you follow your convictions? Number five, will you bluff it out when you're wrong or will you apologise? Number six, Will you guard your heart against rejection or will you act when you fall in love? Number seven, will you play it safe or will you be a little bit swashbuckling? That's a good word. Number eight, when it's tough, will you give up or will you be relentless? Number nine, will you be a cynic or will you be a builder? And number 10, will you be clever at the expense of others or will you be kind? Okay, so number one, will inertia be your guide or will you follow your passions? Inertia, I-N-E-R-T-I-A, it means not doing very much. If you're guided by inertia, it may mean that you spend a lot of time sitting on the sofa not really doing much, not really very active. Or will you follow your passions? 
A passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, is an interest, but more than an interest, something that you feel strongly about, that you really enjoy, that gives you a lot of pleasure or that you believe in. So this person is saying, do you choose inertia or passion to be your guide? Number two, will you follow dogma or will you be original? Dogma, D-O-G-M-A, means things that people believe without question, fixed ideas that are laid down usually with authority behind them. So will you follow dogma or will you be original? Original, O-R-I-G-I-N-A-L, is an adjective. And in this context, it means something that you've thought of yourself, something that is a new idea that maybe no one else has thought of. That's original. Number three, will you choose a life of ease or a life of service and adventure? So again, another challenge. Choosing a life of ease means, again, probably not doing very much or doing the things that are easy rather than challenging yourself, rather than living a life of service. So that's S-E-R-V-I-C-E. In this context, it means giving to other people, helping other people, working towards a cause that you believe in, or a life of adventure. A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E. Adventure means activities that are exciting, challenging, they have a bit of risk, and they're new to you, but which could turn out to be really great. That's adventure. Number four, will you wilt under criticism or will you follow your convictions? So vocabulary here, a criticism, that's C-R-I-T-I-C-I-S-M, that's a negative thing that somebody says about you. So in life, sometimes we hear criticisms about ourselves. We're being judged negatively. Will you wilt under criticism? So wilt, W-I-L-T, is a verb. To wilt, that's what plants do if they haven't got any water. They sort of flop. A lot of wilting happened this summer when it was very hot in the UK and other places. So are you going to wilt under criticism or are you going to follow your convictions? If something is a conviction, it's a firm belief, something that you stand by. So clearly this person is asking questions of themselves. There's a good answer and there's a less good answer. That becomes clear as you go on. Number five, will you bluff it out when you're wrong or will you apologise? So if you're wrong, to bluff it out. That means to lie, to try and cover up your mistake, to try and make it look as though everything's fine. Or will you apologise? That means you own your mistake and you say sorry. What this person's saying here then is fess up, own it when you've made a mistake. Don't spend time trying to convince people that you're not wrong. Number six, will you guard your heart against rejection or will you act when you fall in love? Oh my goodness, that's a big one, isn't it? Could say a lot about that. So to guard your heart against rejection, that means to not go along with your feelings when you fall in love, to 
stay out of the relationship, perhaps, to not take any risks with the person. You might be frightened of rejection. That's them not accepting you. Or do you act when you fall in love? So maybe you tell the person. Number seven, will you play it safe or will you be a little bit swashbuckling? So first of all, to play it safe, S-A-F-E, means not take any risks. Or will you be a little bit swashbuckling? Well, that's a good old English word, isn't it? S-W-A-S-H-B-U-C-K-L-I-N-G. That's a good one to learn, swashbuckling. So it's an adjective and it means bold and daring and flamboyant. So probably rather attractive in your daring. Before the case with Amber Heard, I'm sure that most people would think of Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp in other words, as being swashbuckling. So we're being encouraged here to be a little bit swashbuckling. Number eight, when it's tough, will you give up or will you be relentless? This really sounds like a business person, doesn't it? When it's tough, T-O-U-G-H, that means it's difficult. Will you give up? That means will you stop? Will you give in? Will you concede? Or will you be relentless? That's R-E-L-E-N-T-L-E-S-S. -E -E -S. And it's an adjective. So relentless means you don't stop. He's using relentless in a slightly different way here. He's using it to mean a positive. Often when you hear the word, the adjective relentless, it means something bad. It means something that you want to stop. For example, the rain was relentless last night or the wind was relentless last night. It didn't stop. Number nine, will you be a cynic or will you be a builder? So here, the negative option is cynic, C-Y-N-I-C. So this is a noun and a cynic is a person who holds cynical beliefs. So cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, is the adjective. If you're a cynic, it means that you're a person who thinks everybody is motivated by self-interest. Or a cynic is a person whose viewpoint is always negative and probably quite scornful of other people. They condemn other people. They look down on them. Whereas, will you be a builder? That's B-U-I-L-D-E-R from the verb to build. In this context, it means, will you be one of the people who actually works to make things better rather than just complaining about it? Who makes a contribution? Will you make positive change happen? The more usual way in which we use this word, if someone's a builder, it probably means they build houses or walls. But yeah, will you be a builder? And the last one, number 10, will you be clever at the expense of others or will you be kind? So clever, C-L-E-V-E-R is another adjective. You probably know this one. It means you show intelligence and skill. You've got a good brain if you're clever and you're quick to apply things. You're quick to work at it. But clever at the expense of others 
means will you be the type of person who enjoys making other people look small, look less than your cleverness? The good alternative, or will you be kind? That's K-I-N-D. I think kindness, there's the noun, is underrated. We don't put enough store by kindness. If everybody in the world was a bit kinder, it would be a much nicer place. And kindness is free and kindness is what people remember you for. So will you be clever at the expense of others or will you be kind? I think these are really good questions to ask yourself and check your choices as you go along. Who is it that's come up with these questions to challenge yourself with? Well, and I make no claim to favour this person, but he's certainly been successful. Nobody can argue with that. It's Jeff Bezos, the former CEO of Amazon. He's the second most wealthy person in the world, and he's known as a very successful entrepreneur. You might like him, you might not like him, but I think his 10 questions are worth listening to. Use this podcast to practice your English understanding. It contains some really good vocabulary and it's great English listening practice. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.